jumping and the cotton is high. Oh, your dad is rich and your ma is good looking. So hush, little baby, don't you cry. And welcome to the Anderson Observer Podcast. News from people you trust for the week of July 23rd. 2018. It has been another great and very busy week in Anderson, and the pace doesn't look like it's going to let up anytime soon. Those storms over the weekend, wow, they left a lot of people sitting in their cars charging their phones after power was knocked out all over the county, including downtown, which is pretty rare to see all of downtown knocked out, including uh, not just Anderson downtown, but I think Pelzer, West Pelzer, Belton, um, the southern part of the county took a big hit. There were trees down across roads just all over the county and trees on houses. And fortunately, no injuries were reported that I saw, And but it was a big, nasty storm. And I guess the good side of that is the lake is staying nice and full. Also, all this rain has made everything so green. My apple tree is so full of apples I can't keep them picked. And the Anderson County Farmer's Market is hitting prime time with bushels of tomatoes, peaches, peppers, cucumbers, squash. Never seen so much squash. Beans and almost anything else you want that grows out of the ground or on a tree or a bush or anything. The new rules at the Anderson County Farmer's Market, which I will say were prompted in part by a series of articles and editorials in the Anderson Observer, have helped the market bring in new growers and expand beyond the roofed area with even more produce. You've probably seen the tent out to the side there. They've got so many vendors now. I say well done, Farmer's Market. And even better, future plans call for the market to move downtown on Saturdays and to have a special Thursday night market in conjunction with downtown block parties. I love both those ideas, and I think the Farmer's Market is not only a great place to go and get good local summer produce, the best you can get because it's just grown right here, And but it's also a great place to visit. If you've ever been to the Farmer's Market, it's going to be rare you don't run into somebody you don't know and stir up conversation. I think it's a great idea, too, to consider downtown. Uh, many other places, including Spartanburg, Greenville, have downtown Saturday markets, and it brings a lot of people downtown. It would be exciting to have that downtown, and I think that's probably going to be next season uh, because the plans have come in kind of late, but it's still going to be a great thing when it happens. And I think it's especially true since town, downtown is growing again, and by then there'll be even more to talk about. Uh, Groucho's Deli will be opened before the end of the year right there next to the future Grace Church which is remodeling the old State Theater or Anderson Community Theater or Alverson, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm talking about. And Grace Church is saying they will be holding services there by spring. So by the time the market gets downtown, there will be a Groucho's Deli, which will be open by the end of the year, as I said, and they'll be hiring this fall. And Grace Church will be downtown that corner, really filling out that corner well. Uh, ben Bullware's new downtown gym is getting great reviews, and you know both the city and the county are currently making big plans for big announcements and improvements. Stay tuned; we'll talk about those more later. You know, the building behind the historic courthouse is apparently going to be something pretty phenomenal. It's going to be a cornerstone landmark building downtown that people are going to remember. And of course, all this activity means more jobs and more hiring events, and they're happening all over the place this week, even. And I talked to Anderson County Administrator Rusty Burns about what he sees as the county's current priorities and what's coming here in the weeks and months ahead. Rusty, what's going on in Anderson County that everybody needs to know about? Well, as usual, a a zillion things are going on in Anderson County. One of the things that we're beginning to see the uh, effect of is the uh, gasoline tax bill that was passed. 
last year. They've done one phase, now they're doing second phase, and they're beginning to, uh, and actually paving the road between Belton and Honeyapath, we're excited about that. They're paving the road between Anderson and Belton, we're excited about that, and if you ride around, you'll notice a whole lot of road projects going on all over the county. So that's a good thing. We'll give the state all the credit for that, but just want to mention that. Because so Domino's we, doesn't get any credit for that? Domino's doesn't get any credit for that, but it was a good, it was a good try. <laughs> it was a good try. Uh, we have uh, three economic development projects that we will be announcing later, not on the same day. How much later? Uh, Before pro- fall? Or? Probably, probably late fall. Okay. But they're kind of nice. One of them's aviation related, and the other one is uh, automotive related. So, economic development still trending real well. Are we running out of spaces for people? <clears throat> well, it, we're building spaces for people, which is good. So we're putting new buildings on, on uh, the tax rolls. Are we looking for a new uh, industrial park? We're still looking for a new industrial park. But every all the while we're looking for a new industrial park, we met with an investor last week and told him it would be nice if we had a 50,000-square-foot building right off 28 Bypass. And that afternoon he called a contractor and started with that. So we're not able to catch up to do that, but we have several sites in mind, but we're still looking. So economic development's going well. One of the things that we're very proud of is we've started a program at the Westside Community Center and that program's two-week program that teaches soft skills for people. And uh, School District 5 is a great partner in that with us. And <clears throat> unemployment rate is very, very low in Anderson County. Very low. And it's going to probably get lower. But we still think there are parts of the population who aren't able to take advantage of the growth in Anderson County. So we're working with Ms. B. Thompson at the Westside Community Center to, to reach the people who don't read the newspaper, who may not have access to computers, or not in the swirl of what's going on. And off the top of my head, I think we have 15 students there, and when they finish that, we are going to be working with them to place them in some of these uh, industries that so desperately need people. It's going to be an ongoing program? It's going to be an ongoing program. We have a room down there dedicated to that. And we have, uh, other than School District 5, we have a lot of partners in that program. And uh, county council funded it. And I'm just very excited about that. To reach people who really want to work, but there's they don't have that connection. And uh, that's going on. What are some other things we're doing? Because with Arthrex fixing to ramp up, you know, they haven't started their full-fledged hiring of their first phase yet. Yep. Um, they've, they've advertised one job in Pendleton so far, right. and it's for security, the director of security. Right. We got that this week. And uh, as you know, Tri-County Tech, the plans are already completed, and construction will start soon for a training facility right across the road from Arthrex. So that's going to take place. And for the longest period of time, they're going to be throwing out trained people to walk right next door to Arthrex. And as a matter of fact, Arthrex, the company, is having a community meeting. I can get you the date later. Uh, Just to introduce themselves to the local community up there. And this is what we're going to do, and we want to be good neighbors. And that's really forward-thinking on their part. So, you know, people have a lot of questions. What's going on? What's happening? Well, on their own initiative, they're going to have that. Uh, well, people, in case people have forgotten, Arthrex is family-owned and 
they pay Ar- well and take care of their employees. Arthrex is primarily owned by one man and his brother who has a, a small portion of it. And I think last last week when I was looking, he's the fourth richest man in, in South Florida. And there's a lot of rich people there. But they announced a thousand jobs. They're going to hire. It's not. He's not. He's sharing the wealth. Yeah, and he's going to. And it's going to end up with two thousand jobs. I mean, if you go up there now, the dust is flying up there. Even though they put water on it when it's especially dry to keep the dust down, so they're moving out. Real and when smartly. it's finished, there won't be a speck of dust. That's a clean room. That big place will be. That, that whole place will be a clean room. Like I told you, when we visited their plant in Naples, Florida, you could eat off the grass. And again, and I've said this before, but you know a company that after you've worked there five years will send you and your family anywhere in the world on, an, on a free vacation, and the medical care, the doctor's in the building, the nurses are in the building. So we're really excited about that. We're excited about some of these other companies in. Uh, we've got more activity that <clears throat> we will be working with TTI. If you will notice, if you ride on the interstate now, they have removed the trees so you can actually see the plant going up, and that's a pretty impressive sight. And uh, that's going to be, as we've talked earlier, going to be a real big billboard for Anderson County. I think TTI is just going to continue to expand. seems like every time, we're, every we're, year. We're, we're, we're in negotiations with them on another expansion right now, on a whole other expansion. So we're excited about that. Electrolux continues to do well. Michelin is looking for 150 people to go to the Earth Mover plant in the southern part of Anderson. We're excited about that. Uh, we are in negotiations. We met this week on the project behind the courthouse. You know, we had uh, the first developer they selected. We just couldn't come to terms with them, and I really think they got a huge project somewhere else, and we weren't high up on their radar. But we want somebody who's focused on us. And so we're very close to working out a deal with Peach Properties. They're the people who are doing the Groucho's right across from our site. And so Which is going to be open end of the year is what they tell me now. End of the year when that's going to well, they're work. They're over there doing construction work now. And uh, so then we'll do that. And we're helping, uh, well, we're doing a couple of big projects downtown that we're not ready to talk about right now. But we'll be involved in two of those big projects. And uh, we're real excited about that because, I mean, we need we need that downtown. We need to get these buildings downtown filled. I we, know. Well, the only way to do that, to get buildings downtown, is to have activity. Mm-hmm. And activity breeds activity. And, I mean, some of those buildings have been vacant for 50 years. So what I think is going to be needed is going to be new construction, somebody coming in here and investing. And, uh, <clears throat> and I'm hoping the two projects the county is going to be doing are going to cause that to happen. Because you've already got some local and out-of-town investors coming in and buying up parts of downtown. So we think that with these two uh, projects that we're working on, that's going to put us way ahead of the game, because we need to be way ahead of the game. We're also working, as we always do, to clean up the old mill sites in Honeypath and in Pelzer and in Pendleton. We're trying to clean up the Equinox site here in Anderson. Uh, so we have all of that going on. On the Anderson one, though, is there, how are we looking on that one? We're talking about actually on, the equi- on the Equinox yeah. mill, what we're doing is we're doing our environmental due diligence right now. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we have that completed, council's already allocated the money for us to buy that so that we can be- then begin the cleanup efforts. 
So we'll be working towards What's the that. vision for that long term? Well, the first vision is to make it not be an eyesore. <laughs> Get rid of the rubble. <laughs> and I think and I think if we clean it up like I know we have to clean it up and should clean it up, I think it would be a great place for housing. Because I think a lot of those neighborhoods, I mean, we're not there yet, but we absolutely have to get there. And if you notice, and there's good and bad in this, trust me, there's good and bad, but all those old mill neighborhoods in Greenville, I mean, people are buying those and fixing them up. Now, it's not good for the residents. Some of the residents who've been there for 100 years and some of them staying, I would hope that we would have a situation where we don't do crazy gentrification, but get some new blood in there to kind of punch that neighborhood That'll help downtown, because it's right at downtown. It is right at downtown. So we've got that going on. We're planning for Celebrate Anderson, Josh Turner. Everybody remembers his song, Long Black Train. So we're, we're working towards that. Anderson's largest homecoming party, family reunion, free concert, where we celebrate all things Anderson and, and have a good time. And as I said, it doesn't cost a... Well, we raise the money from private industry. Right. And so, but it's, it's free to the public, so we have that going on. <clears throat> I'm very excited about the trail system, taking the east-west parkway <clears throat> that now, and this is underway, to connect that to the Civic Center and to 81. And, and for the life of me, I don't know why people aren't, uh, this hasn't been front page news. I don't think people know about it. And, is there a map? Uh, yes, I have a map. And then this is going to tie in to the city's trail program, which I am absolutely wild about the city's plans for their trail system throughout the city. So we've got that going on. Uh, airport. Airport. Uh, we're out there paving the main runway right now. That's probably going to take about another 25 to 30 days to finish that. We are very close to having a groundbreaking on the new terminal. And thanks to the smart people at the airport, we're getting a $370,000 state-of-the-art fire truck for $18,500. And uh, we found some more money. And we're hoping to put uh, <clears throat> upgrade and update our fuel farm out there. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the airport. The airport won't look the same. So we've got that going on. Hopefully we're going to resolve the issues on the East-West Park Parkway because we've had issues with the contractor, so we're going yeah, to what the hold up there. So we're going to get another contractor because we have been more than generous with our time, but uh, that needs to be there. There's a big demand for it. We're continuing to uh, improve the grounds at the Civic Center. We're working hard. Council's allocated a ton of money. Private groups have allocated money to make Kid Venture completely brand new and it would be the first all-inclusive park in Anderson mm -hmm. County where if you have physical challenges, mental challenges, whatever, everybody will be able to go out there. And we talked about that yesterday in the Recreation Committee. So Shout got, out to Julia Woodson for getting that ball rolling. Got Julia on that. And uh, we've got just a whole lot of other things. Uh, the big thing that Council did yesterday, at least the Recreation Committee, voted to put the hospitality tax on an advisory referendum in November because, you know, that's always been should we have it, let's don't have it, let's don't have it. So the council's going to put it on the no ballot in November for the people to vote. It will be an advisory referendum. And 
If that were to pass, that would be $3 million that could only be used exclusively for recreation in Anderson County. And right now we're 10 soccer fields short and 10 baseball softball fields short. And this money's not just for the Anderson area, but countywide. We've got a lot of money we can put in the Saluda River. Uh, as you know, we're building the bathroom now out at Green Pond. So that's under construction right now. Next year, we'll be doing more work out there. So we've got that going on. We're working with all of our towns on various and sundry economic development projects. So I, other than that, uh, other than that, there are 85 other things going on that I can't remember right now. Well, people need to get involved. They could find out more by coming to the council meetings. and <laughs> they, could, they could read the Anderson Observer That's right. or come to the council meetings. Right. Because nobody comes to the council meetings. And also reminding people that uh, both on, on Charter Cable and on YouTube, the county has a lot of videos and, and, and things about what the great things that are going on. On and Channel 193, and we're on YouTube. Every story we put up is on YouTube. We have, uh, we're on Roku. Uh, anything, any platform you can be on, we're on. And it is really interesting. And we've had some, I mean, some fascinating stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And we've got more fascinating stuff coming up. Yeah, it's not, it's not boring news. It's fun stuff. It's stuff that's it's going on. It's fun stuff. It's the history of Anderson County. It's interesting people in Anderson County. It's what's going on in Anderson County. Uh, do we have a couple on there about how to can vegetables? Yes, but I find that interesting well, that's, too. That's necessary. Though. So, so uh, it's I, tomato time. And the farmers market's doing good. Have we made any progress towards moving a downtown one this year, or is it going to probably next year? Um, we're probably going to do that next year. But we finally opened up the farmers market, yep. and the minute that decision was made, we had to put a tent out there to yep. hold the overflow. And crowds have even been good on, on weekday mornings now, which and, has been unusual the, compared to last year. And the crowds are picking up. This is the first time we've ever had fresh seafood down there. There are wonderful uh, number of arts and crafts down there. I mean, in I mean, you go there on Saturday morning, which is still the prime time, but I mean, it's packed, and there's good stuff down there. Yeah. And Sharon Nicometto does an absolutely stellar job of handling that, and as you know, when that's over, she'll just segue into the Christmas fair, craft fair. Right. So, but and those, next year, the plans are to kind of really open it up, more entertainment, more. I mean, they got some now. They have an entertainment on oh, Saturdays we, now. We have we have a band uh, every, every Saturday, Saturday morning. Yep. But we also, I think it would be very good if we would do it on the uh, square of the new courthouse. Yep. If you've ever been to Charleston or Marion Square on Saturday mornings, I think that would bring business downtown. Would. Uh, and not do it every Saturday, but it would let people know, hey, they, there's a farmer's market. Oh, it's over there. Because, and, I'm tell, and I tell you that almost half the people who live in Anderson County now weren't born here. Right. I had dinner last night with a couple who had just moved here originally from Connecticut, and then they were in Atlanta, and they had ridden all over the world, and they found Anderson, and they absolutely were absolutely crazy about it. So, I mean, they're coming here. And the county is, is growing all over. I mean, it, from West Pelzer down to to the south part of the town, county, we're, uh, we're growing like crazy. So, And we're still trying to do our best to preserve a lot of green space, but also grow. And that's one of the things about putting a lot of stuff on 85. You keep it on 85, and we can still have the nice green and pretty Anderson County, everybody knows. You saw that we got another uh, huge bass tournament coming in. And then another one uh, next year that uh, Fishers and Men one too. That, that. And the Fishers and Men, they'll be back, and so it's their first national one though, isn't yep. it? Yep. And that pumps a tremendous amount of money into the Anderson County economy. So, 
everything's busy good. summer. Busy summer. There are job fairs going on all over as well. Uh, if you or somebody you know needs a job, it's a good bet one of the big companies in town would like to hear from you. And that's not even counting the TTI expansion and the Arthrex uh, growth that he mentioned. And those jobs are good jobs, high-paying jobs, great benefits. So just if you can hang tight for one of those, or if not, there's lots of good jobs there you might want to work in the meantime, or you might find something you like. I was also glad to hear that something's being done about the park along the East-West Connector, which is officially called the Parkway, but we don't have a park, so it's misnomers to date. But that project is so far behind, it's one of those rare hiccups in what has been probably one of the most important additions to Anderson in years. It's eased traffic by leaps and bounds. It's a great way to cut across town. The East-West Parkway is a really was a really great visionary project that, that I'm glad happened, but I'm really glad they are taking action now to get a new contractor. I, I'm disappointed that the previous contractor was not able to do what they promised. Well, meanwhile, uh, Summer also finds the county's arts community in full swing. Hope you got to see Shakespeare in the Park earlier this summer and some of the other things that were going on, but if you missed it, there are plenty of other entertainment opportunities to be had from the stages in Anderson County. Um, it's only going to get better uh, as the Milltown players have agreed to help Easley's Foothill Playhouse navigate in the months ahead to a bigger and better thing, and uh, it should mean more good local theater for Anderson County. And speaking of that, the, the current play at the Milltown Players Beehive over in Pelzer is part keen and part groovy and all fun. And I have said it many times on the podcast and on the old radio show, I have not made a habit of going to live theater, but shows like this one are slowly changing my mind. It kind of features from the girl groups of the early 60s up to Janis Joplin, this five-woman review of the music of that era, along with a really solid live band. is about as good as anything you'll see this year. Still plenty of shows left. You can visit their Facebook site or website for more information. Milltown Players over in Pelzer. Really good venue, great place to see something. Not a bad seat in the house. And you can also look for a view of that show in today's Anderson Observer. Now, the Market Theater is also having really good crowds for their production of Cabaret, which runs through this weekend, so you'll still have a chance to see that. And look for a review of that show late Friday night, also in the Anderson Observer, by former Greenville Arts uh, writer, Greenville News Arts writer Paul Hyde. He'll be uh, reviewing plays for us and some other theater and art stuff. And if you're looking for other things to do, remember that the downtown block party is Thursday night, and this week the City Street Band will be featured. That's always a great place to visit and visit with friends and enjoy free music in the park. And it's all thanks to the tireless efforts of J. Kerry Jones, who, if it were not for him, it would have long passed into uh, oblivion. So we appreciate all the efforts that he's given to keep the Main Street program and the downtown block party going. Now, Friday kicks off a busy weekend as well with the Gathering Car Show at the Civic Center, which will run through Sunday. So if you're into cars, uh, that's a great place for that. Uh, Saturday also has Anderson County Museum showing Leatherheads, and they're going to talk about Anderson County at the movie. So if you remember any of the movies here uh, from way back uh, when a lot of people were in The Midnight Man with Burt Lancaster, you may remember that. And if you haven't been to the museum lately, you're also missing out. It'd be a great place to go and look around while you're getting ready to watch a movie and talk about movies here. Now, Saturday night, we have something a little different. Saturday night's Anderson's own Damon Downs is doing a downtown techno takeover on the county square. It is free and open to the public, and dancing is optional but encouraged. And you will not see me dancing, and I might tap my toe. We'll see. And speaking of downtown, did you know that the best restaurant in Anderson is closing in on 20 years of the finest food anywhere? That's Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill, one of only two restaurants in South Carolina to be chosen among the nation's top 100 restaurants. Top 100 places in the country to eat right here in Anderson. It's nearly 20 years old. 
And Bill and Sabre Nickus took a big risk when they went downtown when it was nearly a ghost town. And I think they're largely responsible for some of the renaissance that we've seen down there. And today, Sullivan's is the go-to place for not only special occasions, but for lunch and even catering. They can bring that same great food to any of your weddings or other family or corporate events. You can check them out on their website, uh, Sullivan's Metro Grill, and on Facebook, or at Sullivan'sCaters.com. There's even more going on, and there's something I wanted you to know about that some of you probably did. If you've been down there, you've seen the shirts. And I've talked to Bill Nickus about something that has been going on at Sullivan's that's a little bit more personal. I guess we'll just start at the beginning. Bill, tell me about, I noticed, are you... Here at Sullivan's Mouth Park and Grill, the waiters and waitresses are wearing these Sabre Strong shirts. Mm -hmm. Explain what that is and what people need to know about that. Yeah, um, we, we put up, we made a t-shirt that says fight for Sabre because no one fights in land. Right. You know, and in a fight, you got to have someone to fight with and fight with you in a fight. So my wife is going through um, her second battle with breast cancer. And uh, it is um, this time a little more severe than last. It's, you know, in her lymph nodes as well as in her breast and her chest wall and a little bit in her neck. Um, so we've had to get after it pretty quickly and seriously with chemo. Um, so uh, we, we've got these shirts because we, we just want the, you know, first to make our community aware of, you know, we've, we've got, you know, someone here that, you know, my wife that I love that, you know, I want everybody, as many people that can pray for her to pray for her. And um, just and to, also to make awareness to, to breast cancer and to cancer in general, it's just, it's epidemic right now. Can people buy these shirts? Or they yeah, you know, I, I, they, they can certainly, I've, honestly, I've been giving them away. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I don't, somebody wants one, you just come up here and say, I like one, I'll give you one. They can go to the Cancer Association of Anderson. Exactly. Give to the Cancer Association of Anderson. We would love that. Make a donation there. Um, it's just, just our way to, it's just kind of really a tribute to my wife and for her staff really wanted them to show their support to her and, that you know, they're fighting along with her. People don't know Sabre. Talk about uh, what role she's played here at Sullivan's over the years. Oh my gosh. I mean, she is my partner, you know, but a lot of people don't realize that. She is my business partner. Of course, she is the pastry chef, does all the desserts, um, as well as she, you know, she handles all our payroll and, and does all that for us and, and bookkeeping and um, she's also a shrink <laughs> to, to handle her husband to, to deal with his crazy issues so she can hear me vent and d deal and struggle with the restaurant business but but seriously she's she's my partner and best friend and um, any success we've ever had is, is, is certainly a part of her we, we're a team and Cancer Association Anderson has been very supportive absolutely Cancer Association we're a big I mean we're, we're, we're really blessed right now in a, in a point financially where we hadn't had to have help um, and so we're very fortunate in that matter. But we, the, the, the last time we had cancer, the Cancer Association helped us, and they do such an incredible job of helping with just prescription needs and you know some simple care that you might need at home, someone to drive you to and from your chemo treatments. So we're a huge advocate, a huge fan of the local Anderson County Cancer Association. What they do, we're, we're doing an interview, so we're good. It's okay. We're good. The, um, what they do is unbelievable. 
and we're, we're you know we're a huge fan of them. We support them in any way we can financially through a lot of their events, and we we just love what they're about. Yeah, Angie was just in here asking you, following up on yeah, and that's that's the kind of Angie is that's the the leader that organization has is just first class and truly cares about everyone in the community. And well, since we're talking about Solomon's, what's coming in the months ahead? What are we looking forward to? You know, coming in the months ahead, we, you know, we're we're kind of coming into our summer season. We will be doing a. Uh, uh, you know, it's not going to be a major menu change, but we will do, be doing some tweaks to our lunch menu in September, early fall. We're working on that, and we're actually working on a big dinner menu change in the fall. So those are kind of, we're working behind the scenes right now to, to kind of get those, those ducks in a row and play with some things and specials and kind of see how the, you know, the guests perceive them. And so those are our two big things. We actually, I'm in the process, it'll be, our new wine list will be coming out where we just finished it, should be ready in the next couple of weeks. We probably made uh, a couple dozen changes in the wines and craft beers that are to keep everything um, kind of up to date and current there. Um, so, that, you know, those are our big things we're continuing to to grow in our catering business. That's an area that we're, you know, is, is just a real big goal of ours this year is to grow in that area from weddings to corporate events. So we're, we're out there, you know, hitting the streets to marketing for that and, and, and getting a lot of word of mouth on, on the wedding ends, especially. All right. Sounds good, Bill. Everybody yeah. needs to remember to pray for Sabre then until she gets better. And that's... You said it's looking pretty good. Yes, we're very encouraged. The doctor, we, we just had a report after her first four rounds, and um, the doctor was really encouraged. The tumors had shrunk dramatically, you know, by about at least 60% in the in the breast and the wall, chest wall, and the lymph nodes even showed up, you know, didn't even show up cancerous on that. So that was after her first, we have 12 more rounds of another of another chemo, then followed by surgery in the early fall, and then, and then we'll do radiation later in the fall into winter and then next year do reconstruction. We've got to get her body healthy and well for that, so probably this time next year. So that. long haul, just asking everybody to pray for her. Absolutely. We'd be thankful for your prayers and just come out and support us. Uh, the best thing you could do is just come eat with us. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Thank you. It is amazing how it has been going, how they've really pulled together, and, and they do ask for your prayers and thoughts, and Sabra is doing well considering all she's been going through. Um, many of you may not know she has been one of the chief bakers she is the architect for many of the great desserts down there so if you uh, don't know Sabre get them to introduce you next time you're down there uh, it, it's just a great place to eat if you haven't been to Solomon's lately you'd really do yourself a favor and get down there and when you hear do drop by there and have any of their great go, go to lunch I'm encouraged a lot of people don't know how great lunch is down there but when you do drop by tell them you heard about it on the Anderson Observer podcast news from people you trust also in the news next week, uh, Catherine Smith on Tuesday will be at the Anderson County Museum to talk about yet another new book. That, that, that woman is busy. This one is on Gertrude Sanford Lejeune. And Catherine's always fun and interesting when she's talking about her books. So if you haven't seen any of her books, look up Catherine Smith and go to Amazon. You can find her books and you'll, you'll be glad you did. And then a week from Saturday, which is August 4th, can you believe that's August 4th, is the Anderson County Library's annual Comic-Con and I'll have an interview next week on uh, the podcast about that to give you a little bit more information. But it is a really fun and lively event. It's also the only chance you'll get to see both the Ghostbusters and the Avengers live in Anderson. Unless, of course, Thanos and Doctor Doom team up with a giant Stay Puft man. And if that happens, then we're all doomed anyway. So it's better to see him at Comic-Con. So have, make it on, put it on your calendar, August 4th. It's from like 10 in the morning until 3 or 4 in the afternoon. 
and it is always a fun event, and you really will see some professional-level Comic-Con folks there. Also in August is a big fundraiser for the Anderson Free Clinic on Saturday the 4th. That's August 4th, and I'll talk more about that next week as well. I'm going to talk to somebody about the free clinic. And just just check out the free clinic on their Facebook or on their online, on their website. And um, it is one of the greatest things here. You won't believe the time and effort volunteers have put in to make sure people who have fallen through the gaps can get health care and, and maintain their health care. And I appreciate everybody who's been part of that. And then again, on August 24th is the midnight flight. So if you feel need, the need to run or to walk outside at night, if that's your sport, <laughs> midnight flight is a great local event. Brings in runners from all over the country, actually, because it is a sanctioned event. And as hard as it is to believe, most parents' favorite holiday, the first day their students return to school, is less than a month away. And in Anderson County, all the schools will be back in full swing on August 20th. So parents, plan your parties accordingly. And we will be having interviews with each of the superintendents in the weeks ahead, talking about what to look forward to in their respective districts for the upcoming school year. And in less than six weeks, don't forget that Josh Turner is the headliner of this year's Celebrate Anderson, the county's annual party, marking not only Labor Day and the beginning of the school year, but just a time to celebrate for the county. And as always, it's free. You can find more about it on Facebook. There's um, fireworks and all sorts of things for the kids and food. Celebrate Anderson is always a fun event to get out and meet your friends and to say hello to folks you may not have seen since last Labor Day. Well, that's it for this week's Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust. Tune in next week for more local interviews, news, and events that are upcoming here in the Anderson community. And until then, get out and do something to make Anderson a better place. And I'll also I'm see you at the farmer's market. My vegetables, I'm going to chop down my vegetables. I love you my favorite vegetable If you brought a big brown bag of them home I'd jump up and down and hope you'd toss me a carrot I'm gonna keep well my vegetables cut off and sell my vegetables I love you most of all my favorite vegetable, Octave of Vegetable.